a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys uh, that you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living is exactly what makes them extra to me, and I'm excited for you to meet them. Uh, and this is, uh, this is another special episode of MANA. Uh, we're taking some time in between seasons one and two uh, for a special mini-season of MANA. Uh, we're going to have about uh, half of the number of episodes, about half the length, featuring guys who are about half the age of the, uh, the uh, middle-aged guys that you typically hear from. So kind of a mini Manna, if you will. And, um, and so today's guest, really excited for you to meet uh, today's guest. If today's guest, and here with Manna, even on mini Manna here, we don't, you know, we don't try to get too churchy off the bat because the whole point of this is to feature men who just live a faith that is very natural and, um, and just sort of uh, organic. But, but, but that being said, if today's guest, I was thinking about today's guest, uh, um, not just today, but for the last couple of weeks, uh, ever since he agreed to be on the show. And if today's guest would have been an apostle, okay, not that I'm deep on my apostle knowledge, but I think he would have been like Andrew, okay? And so for those that are listening that are, are more boned up on your apostles, Andrew was known as the silent apostle, okay? And so when people talk about apostles, they always talk, you know, like the, you know, Peter and John and, and uh, Matthew, and, and, and then they all, whenever they talk about Andrew, they're like, oh yeah, he was kind of the quiet guy. But, but um, and so initially, uh, our first guest kind of reminds me of Andrew, soft-spoken, great listener, liked by everybody. Um, but what people don't know, a lot of people don't know about Andrew, and a lot of people will come to find here about our guest today, is that Andrew was the first apostle. Okay. He was, the, he, was uh, he was Peter's brother, um, and a lot of people think he was Peter's younger brother. But anyway, but, but the significance of Andrew being the first apostle is that, is, is that he, he really set the example, he set the example for the other 11 that followed. Um, I mean, he and Peter kind of joined at the same time, so kind of a one, one and a half. But anyway, it was his unconditional sort of surrender. You know, he, he left everything to follow Jesus and his loyalty and his dedication, and that is really what reminds me the most uh, with, with our guest today. He just setting the example of how others um, really should be. And, uh, and, that's what, and that's what our guest embodies. It's this, this, this unconditional loyalty and, and surrender to, whether it's parents, to his siblings, uh, to, his, to, his, uh, to his friends, um, to, uh, of, of, which, of, which, of which our daughters count themselves very close. Uh, to our guest and uh, and his family, so he is currently a rising senior at uh, the University of Nebraska, Cornhuskers, uh, studying uh, some kind of fancy type of engineering, but not really engineering. But it's like really psycho smart. Uh, but uh, but yet he also gets to fly drones uh, and drive uh, rented Ford F one hundred and fifty pickup trucks through cornfields. So he's he's done well he's he's nailed it here so anyway welcome today's manna man mr will swanholm hey will 
Hi. Yeah. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. Well, it is great, uh, great to have you on the show, and uh, we we love you, and and we love your family, and so so we're, let's just let's just dig in, uh, dig in, dive in, let's dive in. <laughs> Um, you know, the whole point of mana is just to kind of understand how people kind of are raised and, and become these really impressive kind of men of faith. And so talk a little bit about just growing up, you know, and, and, and how, what it was like growing up as a, as a, as a swan home and, and, and how you sort of, uh, you know, just kind of came, came into being this, this, this great, you know, kind of a little underspoken. I mean, you're, you're a little bit you know, on the quiet end of the spectrum for those that meet you for the first time anyway. Right. But, uh, but there's definitely something there that's deep inside. So how did, how, what was it like growing up uh, in the Swan Home household? Um, it's crazy. There's always something going on, right? <laughs> I mean, you know my dad. And um, so, I mean, I'm kind of the more quieter one, I guess, if you want to say that. Um, but no, I mean, it's just, you know, I don't have that same energy as my dad. Like, I don't express it as much, right? So it's kind of more of a kept inside kind of a thing. But no, growing up in the Swanhome households, I mean, it's it's fun. You know, it's exciting. There's always something new every day. And um, my mom kind of always stressed, you know, family dinners and whatnot. So we had dinner every night. Um, mm-hmm. Still do. Still makes dinner. And, um, you know, faith is a big thing. You know, since we were little kids and whatnot, we would go to church every Sunday. Um, still do now. You know, mm-hmm. Corona making that a little tough nowadays. Yeah, but, right. but um yeah, no, it's just that was that was a thing. Going what were some? Of, what were some of your earliest memories of mm-hmm. of whether it's church or faith or do you have any any really young memories of thinking? Okay, this is evidently my family's into this. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Holy Name obviously is one is a big one. I mean, mm-hmm. um, going to Holy Name, you know, it's not. It just it wasn't a very common school, I guess. You know, your small class size and whatnot, and um, so and then and then going to church there as well, right? Yeah. So that was kind of our church for a while. Um, since we moved to St. Bart's, as you know, but yeah, um, yeah all, all those kind of memories from you know religion class to to going to church on Fridays to Thursdays, you know, singing the different yeah. songs and memorizing them so we know what we we're yeah. about to say. But um, but in my household, it would it would definitely be um, going to church. My mom kind of getting us to go out and go to church. Uh, my dad was never Catholic, or he he was Catholic, but he wasn't, um, I guess, more into it as much as my mom was, I guess, from yeah. the start. So. Um, but she, yeah, it, it would definitely be her. You know, one thing I admire so much about, about your family is, is the intentionality yeah. of your family. I yeah. mean, and, and not just related to faith. I mean, just anything you're, whether it's marriage or, or family time, your trips, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, how, how uh, you're, you've all been so supported with, you know, your endeavors with sports or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so how, you know, I would imagine that then faith was like an on-purpose thing like what yeah. did that seem like a, or 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 was it or wasn't it was it was it a more just kind of natural thing or did you feel as a young as a young man growing up that okay no this is like we've got a process here like this is a thing yeah um a little bit of both honestly um it kind of was just a, a thing that i grew up as you know we would go into church and whatnot but also it's it's been a very strong uh throughout my entire family especially my mom's side mm-hmm. and we're very close to them and so um, everyone, you know, we used to grow up going to church with my cousins and my grand and grandpa and my aunt and uncles and spending Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter and, you know, we all go to mass. So it was kind of more of a, I just kind of grew up and it, it just was kind of a casual thing, I guess, if you want to know, like it was just kind yeah. of part of the, part of being the part of the family, right? Like you really didn't have a choice whether you're going to church or not, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, it was just more of a kind of a casual for yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I joked early <clears throat> at the at the outset of, of dropping a little bit of the Andrew uh, Bible uh, kind of knowledge on you there, right. yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going to do it again because I was just I was just reminded of 
of uh, of a quote. Um, mm. uh, I don't know if it's a quote. It's a story, but it's a story about Mother Teresa, and, uh, and so of course Mother Teresa is wonderfully lauded, uh, holy woman, and and she was being interviewed by by someone, um, you know, some like sixty minutes or something like, that. and they and they were asking her about prayer. They were saying so because there was you know. They were assuming that okay, somebody that close to, to, to God, that close to Jesus, must have some killer prayer practices. And they said, so, um, so they're saying, so mother, mother, uh, and they said, that when you pray, um, what do you say mm-hmm. to Jesus? Like what, like what, do you, what do you say? And she just said, uh, oh, I don't say anything. I just listen. And uh, and so then a person, oh, okay. I said, well, then what what is God saying? Like, what does he, what does he say to you? And she said, uh, he doesn't say anything. He just listens. Kind of cool. And so the reason I bring that up is, is for someone like you who has been such a great, you know, role model. I mean, I, I talked about it more of just kind of this quiet nature, but, but I think you're a listener. You know what I mean? I think that's part of, of being a little bit more, you are selfless. You, you spend your energy taking things in, you know, and letting people, you know, talk and, and express. And so where does that, I don't, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you grew up thinking, you know what, I'm going to listen just like Mother yeah, Teresa, yeah. but, but, but where does that come from? Is that, is that, and has that been just kind of a natural thing for you or is yeah. that something that you're, you're kind of on purpose about? I've always felt I've been pretty patient, um, very patient kind of person. Um, you know, it kind of takes a lot to really get a rise out of me, I guess, you know, <laughs> you really got to keep bugging me. I mean, ask Kyle, right? <laughs> My brother, but, um, but no, I, I kind of just, even at like ever since, you know, again, going to Holy Name and whatnot. And um, I just kind of realized that and going to church and praying and whatnot, it, it just, it doesn't have to be structured. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like you have to say the same thing every single time. It's not like you have to do the rosary every single time or whatnot. Right. It's a great thing to do, but kind of what I've come to find is you can just sit there and listen. You can talk to them and you can say, hey, here's where I'm struggling. Here's where I need my help or whatever. And it could be something as little as, you know, I can't find uh, my watch, you know, just something, <laughs> you know, just even something. Right, and, right. and it's more, it's more so just, I need help here. I need help yeah. in this situation. Um, what can you do for me? And then you just listen and you just wait for it. And there's always been a sign. I've never not seen a sign after praying about something. Uh-huh. Um, even at work, I'll be out in the farm fields or whatever, you know, flying some drones and I'll just kind of sit there and just say, just talk to them a little bit, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just kind of driving. I mean, I, I drive plenty right now and it's, it's just something that you, you yeah. and, and you just listen. Yeah. Just kind of listen. Yeah. For it, so mm-hmm. that's very cool. Mm-hmm. What, what's it been like with college now? So, yeah. so you had an experience very similar to our, to our girls and a lot of our, our family friends growing up very sort of almost ensconced in this, in this, whether it was in school mm-hmm. with families, I mean, a very tight kind of network. And now you're off, you know, in college, like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of your friends are, are in college and you now you're in an environment where, you know, not that it's all debauchery, but you know, it's a, you know, big school and whatever, what has it been harder to, to stay connected or, or how do you, how's college, how's that whole college experience going for you? No, absolutely. It's been freshman year was a really tough year for me. Um, I, I, I like going to church with other people. I'll go by myself, but I'd much rather go with one or two other people at least. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it's just kind of something that I, I like to do just whether it's introducing someone to faith or someone that's been a longtime friend. Right. And they have the same faith that I do. Um, so freshman year was tough, definitely, the, at least in the fall. Yeah. Um, sophomore, you know, second semester started getting back into a little bit. And then sophomore year, and since now, I've 
um, you know, kind of been going to church every Sunday with the same group of people. That's cool. Um, you know, it's not like we go every single Sunday, you know, we miss some here and there or whatever, but, uh, it's been, it's, it's a good three times a month for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's super nice. It's, it's really nice to be able to, to have that group of people that I know. And it's, even if it's just two of us, if it's all five, six of us, whatever, you know, it's, yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I've been staying connected, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, we are we are um, <clears throat> because this is a mini uh, yes. session here. We yes. don't have that much time. We got to keep it keep to keep <laughs> to the brand. So we're gonna we're gonna segue now to our little uh, our little fun segment to the show. So um, and I I had thought about actually, and in fact, I think some of the other mini episodes we only asked maybe a couple of these questions, but now we're gonna ask all three. So so this is the one uh, this is the one component of mini mana that is just as maxi mana as uh, as the regular mana. So anyway, so three questions. Okay. You've had them all in advance. There's no feigning ignorance or or stumpness at all. So you've had plenty of time to come up with some killer killer answers to this. All right, yeah. so oh, fun yeah. segment question number one. If Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow and just wanted to hang out for the day, what would you do with him? This was a tough one. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is a very tough one. Um, I honestly think I would just, want to sit and talk and just ask mm-hmm. every question I've ever had, uh, whether it's how he created where we are today. Um, I love nature, obviously, and yeah. it's it's something that I think is super cool. So I'd, I'd love to find out how he came up with his ideas or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever else, um, and how he created what what we have here today. But I think it would just be really, really cool just to sit there and just talk to him, yeah. just just talk. And it's not like I want to go out and and tell all my friends like hey look he's here with me right now like look at this right <laughs> i think i'd be a little selfish honestly i want to keep him to myself right right um and just have the whole day to spend with yeah. them so yeah well, you could imagine maybe being on these long car rides that you're taking this summer and just you know yeah he's just right there in the passenger mm-hmm. seat you know in, in your uh in your rented ford f-150 <laughs> he'd love the truck as much as as much as we do i yeah, guarantee you that he'd be like dang i did this I... <laughs> sweet all right fun segment question number two if you could go to church <clears throat> with any other guy living or dead who would that be so can i pick two yes okay great so <laughs> first one would be um well both grandpas so my my dad's grandpa he died when my dad was like 21 never got to know him um, but i've only been told good things about him i've mm-hmm. um i would really love to be able to take him and show him where we are where we're at today in our faith mm-hmm. and um i'm not sure how much of a faith he had whether he had a lot whether he had a little um, but I would love to, to be able to go to church with him and see how he reacted when he was in the situation and ask him about his past and whatnot and how, how uh, his faith and whatever. Um, so that'd be my number one. I've, I never got to meet him and I've only heard good things. So, yeah. and my second one would be my mom's dad who is still around today. Um, he has, I think one of the most incredible faith I, of anyone. He's easily my role model. Uh, and he, He's, but he's quiet about it, right? He, he's not very, he doesn't really talk about it much. But if you ask him a question, he will absolutely answer that with everything he's got. Yeah. And uh, he reads his Jesus Calling every single morning. He will remember Jesus Callings from a week or two of past. And you can say, hey, I read this one. Do you remember this? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he he's, goes to church every day with my grandma. Um, but he is, he is the epitome of someone that I would love to grow up as and and grow my faith like you know that's great ah Mm -hmm. you just reminded me of that jesus calling your 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 family gave us our copy of jesus calling yeah but but um and i never took this as an insult at the time but now that i'm thinking of it they gave us the the kids version of it i think it's better the children's (laughs) i think it's better this one's probably better for you guys (laughs) (laughs) no i think it, it it kind of 
I mean, I hate to say it, but it kind of dumbs down a little yeah. bit, you know. No, what, I, we love it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. every morning. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've lapped it so many times over the last, because we've had it for a long time. Good. Yeah. All right, finally, finally, last question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and this is one that, you know, when old people, you know, say, well, what would you say to the younger kind of generation? But, you know, you are, a, you're a role model for, for, for younger men, you know, in their teens and, and kind of coming up. And so if you... You know, obviously, you've been so blessed to grow up in a great household with great Definitely. friends and education, and yeah. and um, and so what would you say, you know, to a younger, a younger, we probably can't even say younger man, so 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 a guy, mm-hmm. you know, twelve, thirteen years old, you know, thinking of of that of, of that period in your life, and um, you know, if you had a if you had a Will Swanholm today talking to you back then, yeah. what would be some advice that you'd give somebody just to kind of you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be so like churchy and like mm-hmm. whatever, but just to, to, and not to put you on the spot, but to, to turn out like you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like just to be this confident, you know, quiet but confident man of faith. What what kind of advice would you give somebody back back then? So my favorite quote of all time is, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you do for someone, whether it's you make them smile or you do something like buy them a car, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what kind of actness, uh, uh, kind, uh, what kind kindness, of act yeah. of kindness, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. And um, y- you know, as long as you're doing something kind to somebody, you're going to make their day. You're going to make them smile, whatever it may be. I've tried to live by that the whole, you know, throughout my whole life. It's tough. It's definitely tough yeah. to be kind to everyone and try to be you know, someone that um, maybe can make someone's day and whatnot, but it's something that I strive to be able to get so good at that I don't slip up on kind of a thing. And I I mean, so if it were me talking to someone else or a younger me, I would say, just be kind, right? Just be kind. It doesn't hurt to be kind. And uh, not everyone, you know, you don't know someone's situation. They may be having a bad day because of something else and, or they may just be in a really bad mood. You have no idea. And so being kind can completely change their, their mindset, whether it, you know, they're just in a really bad mood or they are mentally, you know. Yeah, right. It takes a lot of need help. It takes a lot of patience right. and a lot of listening. And so being kind can honestly save someone's life. Yeah. So I think that's kind of how, I, that's what I would tell someone younger, younger guy is yeah. just be kind. Yeah. Well, they'd be lucky to hear that. <laughs> Will Swanholm, thank you so much. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.